What's up, guys? Matt here. This is the Matt Burns Podcast brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today, this one's for the challenge crew. So we have a transformation challenge going on at Royal Fitness. Today is all about motivation. Um, it's currently week five. Uh, there's been a few things that have popped up. Um, I've been I've been in the background just checking what everyone's doing, how they're progressing and chatting to Jakey and all that sort of stuff. And a few things that will happen at this point in time is what I wanted to touch on today. And I was going to just shoot a, a video in the Facebook group, but I wanted to shoot it as a podcast for two reasons. Reason number one, it's going to be easier for the challenge crew to listen to this on their phone. They can just use the iTunes app and go on their, on their fasted walk or on their you know, evening walk, depending on what they're doing and how they're hitting those walks. Um, and two, it's going to be stuff that will apply to a broader range of people. That So I, th I thought it would help everybody who's a podcast listener. So um, you're getting some behind the scenes stuff of what I was going to just shoot for the challenge people. Um, and I'm going to be talking very, very specifically about transformation and nutrition and training and all that sort of stuff. But if you start to think about it at a broader level, you'll be able to apply it to other areas of your life as well. And that's sort of where today's going to go. So first things first, motivation, right? It is an expendable resource. This is a thing with motivation people don't understand. Motivation, like, it comes and goes. It is something that you'll have for a certain period of time. But you can use up that motivation very, very quickly and very easily, especially if you're forcing things that you don't want to do, especially if you're forcing things that are out of your normal routine, especially if you're forcing things that are fucking uncomfortable, like eating broccoli for some people is uncomfortable. Training is uncomfortable for some people. Getting up and going for a walk in the morning is uncomfortable for some people. So motivation won't be there always. And that's that's fine. That's okay. The reason it's okay is because you're not like normal people and you don't rely on motivation. This is why we build habits. The whole idea of our transformations and pretty much everything we do at Royal, including like even down to the way we program and, um, and, and schedule people's times when they first start up and stuff like that. It's all about building habits. Right? If you build habits, you don't have to rely on motivation. It's just what you do at Tuesday and Thursday at 5.30. Right? It's just what you do at fucking 6 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You train. That's what you do. That's part of your life. It's your routine. Right? Like When you miss that, you feel weird. Right? It feels like you've done something wrong. It feels like you're on holidays. Like Something's out of whack when you miss those sessions. Right? For me, like I know if I miss, say, my bench sessions every Wednesday at 8, if I, if I miss that, I feel scattered like the whole day feels weird it's just out of whack so that's not motivation like most of the time you know especially with having a newborn and sometimes yeah, in summertime you know sleeping and you know he's not sleeping all this sort of stuff sometimes like motivation is not there but the routine and the habits and the times that are booked in that's what gets me to do it right so that's the first little point that i wanted to make but what I wanted to do, guys, there's a, a quote that is on the wall of one of my favorite strength coaches ever. Uh, I haven't followed his stuff recently, but when I was younger, he was the man. He was the man, and he still is the man. So don't take that as a cheap shot in. I fucking love this guy. I respect the fuck out of him. Um, he is a kind human being, and he is a, uh, he's a very educated human being, and he is also literally shaped a lot of the things that I, the path that I went down in, in the fitness industry. So I can't thank this guy enough, but 
his name's Zach Evanash. He's got a gym called Underground Strength Gym, and he's out in New Jersey, right? So in the middle of uh, in the middle of Jersey, a place called Edison was the one I went to. He's got another one in Manasquan. So much I know about this guy. I've, I've followed him that much. I know where his gyms are located, right? But he um he's not just like he hasn't just started with the Instagram coaches. He's been coaching for a very long time, and I've been following his programs for a very long time, reading his books, you know, reading his blogs, you know, watching his videos, all that stuff before Instagram, before I was on Facebook, like this guy is legit. And he's, he's, he's one of the, one of the true strength coaches. And I, I see myself as a true strength coach, not as an Instagram guy. Um, and I don't do it for the grams, but I try and help people progress and I'm, I'm doing it each day. I'm in the gym helping people get better. And it's the same way. So that's a little bit of a, a shout out to Zach Evanesh. I know he probably listens to this yet. If you are listening to this, Zach, let me know, message me, we'll catch up. But um, I went to his gym a few years back. I, I passed him in a corridor and um, we're in Orlando. He was a speaker at this conference that I was at and it was a fitness-based conference, fitness and business-based conference. And I said to him, hey, Zach, like, man, huge fan. Fucking thanks for everything you do. Hey, just let me know. I'm in, in New York uh, next next week. Is there any chance that I can come out and and get a session in your gym or just watch what you do for the night or anything like is there a way i'm happy to pay you whatever it costs to to get your time and, and see what you do and he goes man i don't like i introduce myself as matt and he's like matt like it's fine man like come out he goes i, I won't charge you flying from australia flying from you know all the way to to new jersey or to new york and you're going to catch an hour train out to new jersey he's like man just come out come hang out for the night like and he goes oh, message me and uh, we'll organize time so I did. I organized this time. I messaged him and it was a Wednesday afternoon and I got there at like, I don't know, four o'clock. It took me about an hour and a half by train to get there from New York. So I stopovers and stuff. Then I had to get a cab from the train station over there to his gym. And I walk in the place and on one of the walls, in massive writing. It was awesome. I love seeing it. It was this, the, the walls are all painted and graffiti on them and stuff. There was a quote there and it said, there are two great pains in life, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. And seeing this, just, it just fired me up. I was like, fuck yeah, that's so true. That is so true. And the way I looked at it was like, a lot of people don't like pain, but they're going to get pain either way, right? So when it comes to like a transformation sense, if you're looking at changing up your diet to create new habits, or you're looking at starting training or you know, getting thinner and stronger, like, it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be slow. Like you might lose a half a kilo a week, right? When you want to lose five kilos a week, everyone wants it fast, but that's the easy bit. Like that's the shit that people want. They want, they want it to be easy, but like the reality is it, it can take time. Like good things take time and to become like a master of your habits takes time. It really does. And you can't rely on motivation. It's gonna you need to keep doing it so much that you don't even. It's just part of what you do. It's, you don't even think about it anymore, right? This is why we have the challenge light set up with all the checklists and things like that. It's because we're trying to build habits. We're not trying to lose fucking, you know, just fast weight that comes back on. Like you see other gyms, they do like full keto diets, just cut out carbs. Like yes, that'll work, but you'll feel like shit, and then you'll bounce back and get fatter as soon as you start eating carbs again. For most of the people, like. It's just the way it goes. Like we're trying to we're trying to build things that are long term and sustainable. And if we take it back to that quote, there's two pains in life: the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. 
we look at it from a point of view of like, hey, if I was disciplined three years ago and I started doing these, you know, this sort of food eating habit, you know, sort of program three years ago, and I was chipping away at it over that time, by now I would have mastered it. I'd be fucking shredded. Like there'd be veins all through my abs that, you know, everything would be jacked. Like I'd be super fit and super strong, right? That's a pain of regret that I didn't do that. For me, like if I've seen it happen a lot with people with the gym, you get guys who start when they're in their thirties, 35, 40, you know, any age really There's my oldest one who started was 71 when he started with me. And he's like, man, I wish I started doing this earlier. <laughs> right. Everyone says that. I wish I, I wish I knew about this when I was 20. I wish I knew about this when I was 15. I wish I was doing this all, all the time. And that's a pain of regret. Right? There's a lot of people that know right now that they, that we exist. There's a lot of people that know right now that they need to get fitter, yet they won't make a change for five years. Right? Five years time, something will happen. That's when they'll have to change. Now, that's a pain. The pain of regret is a real thing. But the pain of discipline sort of, I reckon, outweighs it almost. Like it's, it's almost a harder thing for people to, to swallow. When we look at it, you know, like Tony Robbins always says, I believe it was Tony Robbins, he always talks about how people will do more in their life to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. Yeah, people will do more in their life to, get, uh, to, to avoid pain than to go and gain pleasure. So what that sort of would mean in terms of a training sense is like people would eat the same shit that's making them unhealthy, fatter, less, you know, more lethargic, you know, less you know, energetic, all of these things. Like people will, will eat like that or not train or not look after themselves because it, it hurts more to go and chase that pleasure of feeling really fit, confident, healthy, happy, all of those things, right? Same goes with spending habits. Like people are like, yeah, if, if I save, um, you know, over the next few years and I'll save up enough for a house deposit, I'll never have to rent again or I'll, I'll um, you know, I'll be able to pay off half more mortgage or whatever. That pleasure, it's, it's, it's outweighed by the, the pain of temporarily going, no, I'm not going to buy that fucking Gucci bag right now or I'm not going to go and drink those fucking $100 worth of beers and, and you know, waste money on this and that. And, and, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to buy jeans right now. I need these jeans. I need these, need these shoes. They, like, you can sort of see where I'm going with this. The, the idea that I, uh, I see so many times is like people in general including myself. So don't, don't feel like I'm on the high horse here, guys. I do the exact same thing. We, we always go to what's comfortable and that's never a good thing, right? It's for growth in terms of growth. We, like when we're, when we're comfortable and we're sort of bored, generally shows that we're stag like stagnant and not progressing. Okay. And this, this is like, this is, it's just common sense, really. Like, you, you know, you know that resistance that you feel when you're actually growing and doing something good for yourself, and that excitement, that sort of that fear in a way. Like, you know that feeling. If you're, you're going to have that all the time, you know, there's probably more that you could be doing, right? Or you might not be going down the right path. You might not be chasing the right dreams, right? It's just something to consider. Anyway, I'll move on from that. I think you understand that. But yeah, I love that quote there two great pains in life the pain of discipline and the pain of regret and then the other one was uh, people will do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure 
right? If you have a think about those things, don't let it be you, right? Now, a few things here that when I was trying to work out what I could say um, to, to sort of help people along the way uh, in this transformation, when we look at the results that they've been getting, like everybody's down in weight, everybody across the whole challenge have lost weight, I believe, uh, from, from the from numbers that I've seen, everyone's down in weight. Now, it might only be a little bit for some of them and a lot for others. Like I know one of the guys has lost eight and a half kilos in four and a half weeks, tremendous. I know myself, like I've been following along um, and again, I've been following it loosely, probably how some of the other people in the, the challenge that have had similar results to me, I've lost two and a half kilos, right? And for me, my goal is to, to hit a certain weight by June. So I've got more time. So in my head, I'm sort of like a little bit less strict than if I was doing it for a three month period of time. I've just given myself six months to do it, right? So it's, it's a little different, but it's the same sort of thing. Like there's been times where I'm like, nah, I shouldn't eat that. Oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna eat it. Right. And even I justified in my head, right? Just like everybody does. But one of the things that a lot of people don't see is if they are trying really, really hard, if they are training really well, they're, you know, eating really, really well, momentum's starting to happen, that they're avoiding going out on the piss, which generally derails whole fucking three or four or five days, even up to a week a lot of the time, because it affects your sleep, it affects your cravings, like you want shit food the whole time, you actually just feel crap, the alcohol's still in your system for a while, especially if you drink in a million rums like I would if I was if I was getting out on the sauce. Um, it's it's like it, it really affects the the body and pro, you know the, the loss of fat. It really does affect it. Even if you just have a couple, it'll sort of make it harder to 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 lose weight for that week, um, which I find very interesting. But it's just the way the body works and reacts to alcohol. Alcohol is empty calories. And because it's classed as like a poison for your body, like your body sees it as like a poison, the body will try and use all that energy first before it starts to process the fucking kebab you have on the way home or the palm you had with dinner or whatever. Like you, you, your body sort of stores all the extra. And, uh, and we all also forget about that. Like a lot of people in general, like, general population, I'm not talking about members at Royal or, or, or you guys listen to the podcast because they all drink a heap of water, right? But say we drink three litres of water in a day and that's a lot for some people. Some people say, I can't, I can't drink a litre because I, I go to the toilet all the time. Yet, if they drink three pots, just three pots of beer or three, you know, short glasses of vodka soda, like that's about a litre of fluid roughly, right? It's not that hard to drink a litre, but we can drink instead of like, I know, like if I, if I was out on spice rums, I could drink 20 of them easily. Right? It, it's just the way it is. So if you think about adding that up, so it's, it, it, could, be, it could be six litres of, of, uh, of, of poison essentially in my body, right? So it's possible to drink the three litres of water, but these are the things, you don't add up these calories in these drinks, you don't think about it. When you're out and you're on, on, the, on, the, on the drink, like you don't think about the, the calories you're putting in, you don't think about any consequences with it because you're, you're delusional in it. You're in a different state, right? You're in an altered state literally and, and that can really um, add up, right? If you have one night drinking, let's say you've eaten really good for six days of the week, Saturday night you go out, you know, hit, hit the sauce nice and hard, you might have three or 4,000 calories in alcohol and mixes alone. Right? And then you got a kebab on the way home and then the next day you might have you know some sort of greasy food to soak it up. You've literally put your whole calorie balance out for the week 
by a lot. Like maybe if you if you look if you if you've had four and a half to five thousand calories, just add an extra you know eight hundred calories per day, and it evens out. So you can see that that could be a reason why weight loss isn't happening. Right. Same goes with binge eating. If you eat, say you say you need to eat I don't know eighteen hundred calories to lose weight. Just as a random number, throwing it out. I'm not a calorie guy, so don't ask me about calories. I don't know. Right, but let's say 1,800 calories is your what you need to lose to eat weight, uh, what you need to eat to lose weight. You do that for six days, and then on day seven you have 4,000 calories. So you essentially you've got 2,200 extra. Right, like if you start to think about how that can add up, and if you spread it across every other day, now every other day is at about 2-1. You're not going to lose weight doing it that, that way. Right, it just doesn't happen. So these are just some things to think about. Now. When I was thinking about all this stuff, I was floating before and I had this vision in my head of how I can explain it and how I'm, how I'm seeing it. If it doesn't make sense, it's because I'm uh, in a floated state. I feel all whacked out. But if you've ever seen one of those like graphics, like an infographic or a picture of somebody digging a into, into the side of a hill looking for treasure, like digging, 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 or it might be digging down into the ground, digging, digging, digging. And you can see where the treasure is. You can see that on the picture and you can see how far he's digging it. And he's literally like on the, on the photo, it might be like a centimeter away from breaking through the last piece of dirt to get to the treasure. But that's the point where he gives up. He's like, this is hopeless. He's already dug five times the length of his body. He's super deep. It's like, nah, there's no treasure here, right? There's a treasure chest there. He, he thought it was there, but he's starting to doubt it. He gives up. Right, he only had literally a centimeter or a, or a meter of, of dirt to dig. It would have taken him another three minutes, and he would have been there. Right, it's it's basically what happens with a lot of people with with weight loss, with training, with you know massive gains in any area of their life. Right, there's a certain point, I mean, you call it a tipping point. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a great book about the tipping point, and essentially, what, what a tipping point is. If you, if you think about like all the struggles, all the the frustrations, all of the, uh, the little skills you're adding up along the way. There's a certain point where that ticks over and it just pays off for people, right? Whether it's companies, whether it's finding that buried treasure, whether it's, you know, having a weight loss plan stick or having like having the habits to not, no longer be a guy trying to lose weight, but now you're an athlete. There's a tipping point. I don't know where it is. No one knows where it is. It's, it's a point in your life that you probably can't even determine or you might remember it at some point. I don't know, but like, I know for me as a business owner, I've seen this in, it was about 2014, 2015. Essentially it became a thing where I was like, all right, I'm a pro. This is it. I'm in too deep. Like I was growing, 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 got the first factory, had the first part of the gym in there after, after mum's garage. And then there was another point in 2014 where I opened the second location. And I was like, fuck, this is it. So I think I had four or five staff. And there was a day where I'm sitting there, I'm like, shit, there's no going back now. Like, there is no way. Like, I've hit that, I've hit that tipping point. I actually feel like a pro now. I've got facilities, I've got, you know, great members, I've got great staff, like everything's going really, really well. I'm like, this is, this is it. And I've seen myself differently from that day on, right? I know a lot of people have that in their body or have, they have that in their careers. They have that in their relationships. There's a certain time in relationships where you're like, this guy's my friend. 
this guy is my friend or this girl is my girl like it, it happens right so that tipping point is a very similar thing to um, digging for that buried treasure and, and just nearly being there but not persisting long enough to to have that tip or to to find that that last bit of treasure because you're not willing to dig for that extra little bit because it's just like uh, uh, give up right now we're week four and a half week five in the challenge so four and a half weeks into the challenge it's literally four and a half weeks that's all it's been right like if you look at it from this point of view of like if you've taken two years three years five years to gain x amount of weight don't expect it to be gone in four weeks it's just crazy especially when we're not doing some bullshit fucking keto diet or some bullshit like um you know I'm not going to rant on this stuff, but especially when we're not doing crazy things, like you're progressively building habits, you've had slip ups, like you got to expect a, a consistent progress and the, the progress to keep going over time if you keep doing the consistent things, right? And that's what it's about. So what I want to do, guys, with this, you've, you've heard my rant. I've been ranting for like 20 minutes now. And I want to sort of get something across to you guys in a way that just makes sense. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain it from my point of view, right? So with the challenge, with the transformation, with weight loss, I want to lose, it was six and a half kilos. It was worked out to be. So I was, I was at 104 when I started the, with the, the challenge with you guys. And I need to be 98 by June, end of June. So I've got a kettlebell course that I'm doing. That I've got to be under 100 kilos, I've got to be 98 kilos. And I also want to be 98 for jujitsu reasons, so for comps. So I'm, not, I'm in the super heavies, not the ultra heavies, because I don't want to be with the big, big fat boys. I want to be with uh, the guys who are fucking athletes. And uh, they kind of scare me a little bit, but it's good. I want to be in that category. So I don't have to fight big monsters, right? I'm just fighting monsters my size. So I need to lose six and a half kilos. Now, I've lost two and a half. So I'm at 102, I was 102.0 this morning. And that's been in four weeks. So I've lost half a kilo a week over the four weeks, roughly. Or five, five. So yeah, this is week five. So I'm on track to lost half a kilo per week. <clears throat> now, this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. And the reason it's awesome is because I'm looking at a long game. If I can lose half a kilo next week and half a kilo the week after, half a kilo the week after now i've lost four kilos right if i can continue that and that's only week eight if i can continue that for another four weeks half kilo half kilo half kilo i'll be at my 98 kilos makes sense like it, it's it's basic math but it's 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 one of those things like if i was doing all of it to try and get it done as quick as possible I would have had to starve myself a lot more. I would have had to frustrate myself a lot more. Like it would have been really, really difficult to stay on track. And this is what a lot of people are doing. I'm finding in transformation. They're like, oh, it's too slow. And I look at their results and they've lost, 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 lost. Like every week's been a loss. And it's like, hey, how fast do you want it? Like, what would you be happy with? And then they'll be like oh, five kilos or six kilos in my case. That'd make me happy. I'd be happy if I lost that. I'm like, well, you're on track. It's going to happen. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's on track. Like if you've lost half a kilo a week, if you lose half a kilo a week for 12 weeks, you lose six kilos, right? If you need to up that, you can up that. You just got to eat less. Got to be trained harder. Like, yeah, got to just be more strict on yourself, right? 
but the point is like if you, you set out a target to lose five kilos a week you'll probably lose five and then the next week you might lose three and then the next week you might lose two and then the next week you might lose one and then if you've starved yourself that much to lose a ton of weight and you deliberately tried to hit those those you know massive goals it's going to come back on like it's it's not sustainable but if you're finding things and you're doing it in a sustainable way you'll be able to do it for a long time and you'll have enough time to have that tipping point happen you'll have enough time to have that last little dig and you can hit that buried treasure that you're looking for and then you're now that new person like that's what we want that's what we're trying to do here right so there's some things to consider there and i know like this i was talking about motivation and everything i've been talking about is the pain of discipline the pain of regret like digging for buried treasure and being really really close and having those tipping points <clears throat> but all of this is in the motivation category i believe i'm just gonna have a sip of coffee so i can uh, keep talking to throat so i can go we look at it from a angle of motivation needing like for us needing motivation to do the things we need to do you can't have that the case you can't it needs to be something bigger than relying on motivation because like if it rains you're not going to be motivated to go and walk in the rain if it's too hot you're not going to be motivated to go and train in the rain in, in the heat sorry if it's fucking too cold you're not going to be motivated to get up and train 6 a.m like it has to become just what you do, a part of you. All right, so there's one little last challenge and that I'll, I'll give to you guys as I wrap this podcast up. And I hope this has all been a little bit helpful. I know I've just sort of spoken and um, given you different concepts, but I just wanted to get these ideas out to you guys so you can use it as fuel to remind yourself that motivation is a bullshit thing and that you need to keep on track. Right? You need to stay focused, you need to stay disciplined, you need to keep trying to build habits and, and not be that guy who gives up just before they hit the buried treasure. Right? Actually let that tipping point happen in your life where now you become the athlete that you want to be. Right? Let that happen. And, and only you can let that happen. You know, myself, Jake, we can't do it for you. Like Jake's there. Jake's been doing amazing things. Like he, he reads every single person's check-ins and makes sure that he's doing it all, you know, making sure everyone's getting the answers that they need, answering the questions, all of that stuff. Somebody asks him questions. Someone asks me questions. We'll answer them. Like we're here for you guys. That's all we can really do. The rest of it, you just need to keep doing. You need to execute. Now, one thing that I learned with one of my old coaches, old mentors, his name is Russell Brunson. He's a marketing guy. Right, business kind of guy. And he essentially gave out some t-shirts and I'm actually wearing it right now. And that's why I thought of this. The t-shirt says Plata Oplomo. Now, for you Colombians in my audience or for you people that speak Spanish in my audience, it basically stands for and the meaning of it is silver or lead. And what that would be like, Back in the you know cartel days in Colombia, they would give people an option: take the bribe, take the bribe, or take a bullet. Which would you prefer, the silver or the lead? Right? Take the silver. You know, help me out. Don't arrest me, or I'll put a bullet in your head. Right? This is the, this is the option that a lot of the politicians got. Now, what happens when people get these ultimatums? Is they make a decision really fucking quick 
uh, they make a decision on who they are really, really fast. And I don't, I wouldn't judge anybody if they were told, hey, take the money or I'm going to shoot you. If that person was to take the money, fine. Like, I would too. It makes complete sense, right? Like, because otherwise you're dead. <laughs> There's nothing you do. And it's just for you, like, you just, it's just crazy. But when you start to think about this, guys, if you had no option, if you, if you were like, all right, cool, you've got no option but to execute what you said you wanted to execute. Otherwise, somebody was going to basically come along and shoot you. Like, what would you do? If you gave yourself a deadline, if it's like, all right, cool, I'm giving myself 12 weeks to get my fucking food together. And you're that hard on yourself. You're like, this is it. This is the time. I'm going to build habits. I'm going to do really, really well. I'm going to knuckle down for the next 12 weeks. And then I'm going to learn how to do everything and continue it on from here, right? If you had somebody with a gun pointing it at you, what would you do? What would your day look like? What would you eat? How would you train? Would your intensity go up? Now, I know this is an extreme example, but my point is, whatever is coming to your head now, if somebody had a gun to your head, whatever's coming into your head, that's probably what you should be doing. Right? Push it as hard as you can. Push it like it, it you know, like your life depends on it. Like you can, for some of you people out there, and I'm not talking about you guys that listen to this podcast. This is more of like seeing a lady walking across the road with a kid. She was pregnant and she had a kid as well. And she was morbidly obese, smoking a cigarette and walking across the road. I'm like, fuck. First of all, I got mad. I was like, she's got a kid right next to like, showing a baby, like essentially like a toddler. And she's, had, she's got a baby in her belly and she's smoking. I was like, that's so bad. I was just just made me really, really mad and sad for the kids. Like, it's not the kids' fault. It's just sad for them. But if we were to say to her, right, like, with, you know, essentially the, the path that she's going down, she's not going to give herself every chance to live for a very long time, right? She's just super unhealthy, smokes, you know, whatever, does whatever else. Like, but she's just not healthy. Like, it's not something that will be good for a long term. If she had somebody come up to her and say, I need you to lose 50 kilos or I'm going to take your child off you or I'm going to take something off you or, you know, gave her a real threat, this lady could do it. This lady could do it. She would absolutely smash it. She would work it out. And you could give her any time frame and I'm sure she'd work it out. Like, even if it was a week, I'm sure she'd just start cutting pieces off her body to, like, make herself lighter. Uh, and this, this is, like... <laughs> You know, it's, it's extreme, but th th these are the things that I, I just want people to understand. Like, we can do it. We know what we need to do. And if it's a motivation issue, you need to start pretending like you, there's something on the line. Or even better, put something on the line, right? Make your goals massive and, and make them, like, public and make, make sure people, like ask you about it, know about what you're doing because that's what will help you when, when it's like middle of the night or 10 o'clock at night, there's an ice cream sitting in the fridge and you're like, ah, oh, geez, I really want some ice cream. No one's going to know. No one's going to know. But if you have a, an outcome that you're aiming for that's like a really big, scary thing for you, you're less likely to have it. You're more likely to say no. You're more likely to, to, to go to bed, drink some water and go to bed, do what you know you should do. 
right? So I've given you guys a lot of different concepts and um, ideas in this podcast. I'm not going to keep going because I'm just going to keep ranting. I'm uh, all caffeined up after a float, so I'm super like energetic right now. But as I recap this, I'll give you guys a, a bit of a recap and then I'll wrap it up. But the first thing I want you to remember, there are two pains in life, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret. If there is something that you want to do, do it. Because the, like, if you do it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to do it. You're going to have to make changes. You're going to make, have to work. You're going to have to sweat. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. There'll be setbacks. There'll be times where you don't progress. Right? There'll be times where you just want to quit, but you don't. And if you don't and you do it, you're going to feel that good about it. It's going to be life-changing. The opposite. If you don't do it, you're going to regret not doing it. Deep down, it sits in your stomach and you've got this feeling of, I gave up. That's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. I've done it in, my, in the past a lot. I'll do it in the future again. And I know it. Like, I know it's a thing. And every time that, it, like, I, I hate the feeling of regret. Hate it. It hurts. It really does hurt. And I, I actually think that it hurts more than doing the work to get to something you want to get to. But that's just my personal uh, thought process there. Second part, people do more to get away from pain than they do to gain pleasure. The work that you're doing right now with your nutrition, with your training, you know, if you're saving and you're doing all that sort of things too, the sacrifices you're making in those areas, uh, you're chasing pleasure. You're transforming yourself into a better higher version of yourself right it's 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 good stuff like you're progressing forwards there is times where it's going to be frustrating but it's progress like you're progressing towards something and you're going to be better for it right it might take longer than three months it might take longer than 12 weeks but if you keep at it you'll get there the opposite the pain that you're going through it's not really pain. It's inconvenience. It's cravings that you're saying no to. Like, you don't need chocolate to live. You don't need alcohol to live. Right? You don't need these things, but you want them. And it's only based off habit that you want them. So you're just, you're just changing it. It's not actual pain. You're not physically getting hurt. But in your head, you see it differently. So you just need to think about this for a little bit and go, hey, do I want the pleasure? And do I want to be someone different? Do I want to be this person? Do I want to have this, 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 this going on? Or am I happy just going backwards? Going back to what I don't like. Like and the, re the reason I say don't like, like I, I don't think um, it's a good thing to have any like self-loathing. I think that's a terrible thing. But a lot of the people, I'd say 100% of the people who signed up for the challenge for the transformation, even for the people who sign up in the gym or people who sign up for anything really, any, any sort of transformational journey, they sign up because they want to change, right? It's not like anybody else's fault that they signed up. It's not anybody else's uh, 
goals or forcing of them to do it, but you've signed up because you want to change. You've signed up because you want to be somebody different. You signed up because you want better habits. You signed up because you want to transform. You signed up because you want more confidence. You signed up because you want less body fat. You signed up because you want to be fitter and stronger. Like that's reality. So don't blame other people if they're trying to help you get there, right? Or if they're reminding you, hey, why the fuck are you eating that ice cream? Why the fuck are you eating that chocolate? You know, you said you want to do this. Let's go, right? That's what Jake's job is. is. Like, that's what he's doing. He's like, hey, he's reminding you, this is what you want, right? That's, the, that's pretty much the accountability that you can get. Right? Just constant pokings to keep going and help change little habits and make everything a little bit better, right? Now, the next part, guys, silver or the lead, plata o plomo. If you had no other choice but to succeed, what would you do? Right? My challenge for you today is to do that. Let's make some habits where you do that. You do what you need to do to get to what you want to get to. All right, so that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps out. I know that's uh, that was a little bit longer than what I planned but i hope that has all made some sense i hope it has all helped you guys realize like stay on track right you can do this it's possible plenty of people that have done it you can do it you're capable fully and i believe in you now if you do have any questions or you need any help hit us up especially if you're in the challenge me jake you know where to find us hit us up um but beyond that guys if you can if you need a, any help from me at all if you need any help from you know, what we do at Royal. If you need to get a family member or a friend involved, please just let us know. We'll do our best to get you there. Um, there's some exciting stuff coming out in Royal over the next few weeks, so stay tuned for that. But beyond that, guys, have a great day. Train hard, eat well, and I'll talk to you shortly. Have a great one. Bye.